everyone, and happy Saturday. Welcome back inside the UC Health Training Center for today's edition of Broncos Now. Team reporter Sydney Jones here. Coming up, head coach Nathaniel Hackett announced the final injury report ahead of the Broncos season opener. Plus, Phil Milani joins the show for a game preview. All that and more coming up. The wait is finally over. The Broncos hit the road to head to Seattle tomorrow as we are now just two days away from the team's season opener versus the Seahawks. We heard from head coach Nathaniel Hackett today, and he detailed the challenge that comes with starting the season on the road. It's going to be exciting. I mean, uh, there's a lot of unknown, and I think that's that's why it is so exciting. Uh, you know, the guys have worked so hard together, um, so I think that it's going to show on Monday night, um, but there's going to be ups and downs. You know, in this game, you face adversity, so I'm, uh, you know, just as excited to see how they respond to those different things um, that don't go our way, because, you know, when it's going good, it's easy. Everybody's talking, having fun, you know, it's all that kind of stuff, but it's, it's not going to be easy. It's a very good football team in a hostile environment, and uh, how everybody reacts to true adversity is where you get to learn about them. And Coach Hackett cranked up the crowd noise at practice this week in order to help the team prepare for Seattle's crazy atmosphere. I mean, it's loud and it's annoying and you get to hear a bunch of boos, so you get used to that. Um, but besides that, I mean, I don't think anything is like a real game, especially at a place like that. Uh, so you can't, I don't think you can ever, I mean, unless we put earphones on everybody and just turned it up even louder. I don't think you're ever going to get that. But, uh, you know, we tried our best to make it as loud as uncomfortable as we could for those guys. With just about 48 hours until kickoff now, head coach Nathaniel Hackett discusses what his next two days will look like. Relaxing. I think, you know, once you get done, for me, once Thursdays, kind of I head out of the building on Thursday, I feel fantastic. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and the first part of Thursday, uh, I'm a little all over the place trying to organize myself, prepare myself. But, you know, right now, it's, it's, you feel great. You feel energized, got a little extra sleep. I uh, had the ability to really put the whole game plan in my mind, what, what I'm thinking about accomplishing on offense. And now I get to kind of talk with Russell and find out his vision, and then we get to put it all together. So in a great place right now. And with this being the first full week of practices heading into a game, Coach Hackett says he got a good feel for how the schedule is going to go. Yeah, you know, it was a, a really kind of like the first one and the amount of reps that those guys got. I got, I think they got a good feel of kind of how the schedule is going to go, how the meetings go, how the installations go. Um, I thought it went good. Um, obviously, as coaches, we're always going to want more. I think there's more stuff they can do. I thought today was a really good crisp practice, which was good. I think we can uh, do a little better earlier in the week, but we're also throwing a lot of stuff at them. So we just want to be sure we continually get better throughout the season. We also heard from outside linebacker Baron Browning, and he said he's feeling a more and more comfortable being on the outside uh, I think a lot of I mean especially since like OTAs I mean it was kind of like a new to me especially kind of being there every down so I feel like every day I didn't just been more comfortable and I feel very comfortable now and then where I was OTAs I felt more comfortable in training camp from OTAs and from this point from training camp the first preseason game I feel more comfortable now it's time to take a look at the final injury report starting inside linebacker Josie Jewell is unlikely to play on Monday he is listed as doubtful for the game coach Hackett did not rule him out though he said they're going to see what happens with Josie over the next two days if he cannot play the team will rely on a combination of all three inside linebackers Jonas Griffith Alex Singleton and Justin Sternad. Outside linebacker Randy Gregory, wide receiver K.J. Hamler, and offensive lineman Billy Turner were all listed as questionable. And Jonas Griffith was a full participant today. 
And I caught up with Phil Milani earlier this week for a game preview. Take a listen. Phil, thanks for joining me again this week. Sid, thank you for having me on. I'm so fired up for this game. I can't wait. Me too. Two times on Broncos yeah. now this week. The people can't get enough of you, Phil. Uh, I'm a high <laughs> in-demand kind of guy. <laughs> you are. Well, Phil, just one more day until the team hits the road to head to Seattle. So let's dive into this Broncos-Seahawks Monday night matchup. Obviously, the big storyline being Russell's return to Seattle. We've talked about it all week long. What are you expecting to see from him Monday night, you know, emotionally, but also as he takes the field? I think that uh, he's going to have something to prove. You know, uh, there's been so much reporting this week about him leaving Seattle and mm -hmm. how everything went down there. Uh, ESPN did like a whole in-depth piece. Yeah. I think that when you hear from Russ, like he said this week, that he still believes he's one of the best in the world. Uh, I think that he is out to prove a little something, you know. Mm -hmm. Hey, you you guys doubted me. You didn't think I still had it. Well, guess what? Look, I'm still, I still am one of the best. Yeah. And so um, I think he wants to prove that. But at the same time, he's got to play within the system. He's got to let, you know, Nathaniel Hackett, it's his offense, you mm -hmm. know, blended with what Russ likes to do. Let it just take care of itself. You're playing out there with a lot of really good teammates, run the football a lot. And yeah. uh, I think that if uh, you can sort of weather that storm at the beginning of the game, the fans and the energy at Lumen Field, it's going to be exciting. If you can get over that emotional hump, just play football, I think the Broncos will be fine. Well, looking at the offense as a whole, Phil, what would a successful first game look like for them, you think? Obviously, like we mentioned, new offensive scheme, new head coach, new quarterback, et cetera. I mean, I think that the fans, they want to see a couple of deep shots. You know, when you talk about Russell Wilson, yeah. probably one of the best deep ball throwers in the mm -hmm. NFL, the moon ball, Sid. That's <laughs> yeah. what everybody likes to call I it. Love it. Uh, maybe if you connect on a couple of deep shots like that, a uh, couple of touchdown passes, maybe no interceptions. Mm -hmm. uh, I, You know, maybe you're in the upper 20s, I think would be successful. Yeah. Um, if you ask me, maybe you run the ball, get Javante uh, Williams, Melvin Gordon, if you get them going a little bit. Um, avoid taking any big sacks for Russ. I think that would be a successful first game. I think that, uh, you know, anytime a new system is coming together, it's going to take a couple of weeks right. to really get going. Mm -hmm. So if you could just get out of Seattle with a win, first, first and uh, foremost, but then... Yeah, somewhere in that upper 20s, maybe Russ throws a couple touchdowns, maybe a, a couple running touchdowns, and then get out of there with a win. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely excited to see that Javante Williams, Melvin Gordo, Gordon duo again. Phil, on the defensive side of the ball, I feel like we really haven't talked that much about the defense just because of all the news surrounding Russell in this offense, but... I think they're going to be pretty dominant this year. I love the new additions of DJ Jones, Randy Gregory. Who are you really excited to see this Monday? I do want to see Randy Gregory yeah, out there just because he's been injured, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of a training camp and then working his way back. Now you just see his physical presence out there just doing individual drills. And you're like, he's man, this guy, guy. Yeah. He doesn't have like the insane sack totals like mm -hmm. in his career, but he has a lot of like plays that he makes. He forces a lot of fumbles. He just makes plays out there and mm -hmm. uh, I think Bradley Chubb had a really great line he said like his arms are so long that he could stand up straight and scratch his knees yeah. you know like he said oh, yeah. something like that I just really want to see what that duo looks like Bradley Chubb on one side Randy Gregory on the other side mm -hmm. uh, see if they can get after Geno Smith a little bit and then of course I'm looking at Pat Sertan I mean oh, yeah. there's been so much hype about him coming mm -hmm. into the season uh, you expect him to get matched up against DK Metcalf 
uh, at least some some of the time. Tyler Lockett too. I just want to see him and see what kind of steps he's taken this year. I think he's always had the physical tools, but maybe now if the mental side of the game even gets a little bit better, he could be really, really dominant. Oh, you mentioned Pat and some of those Seahawks receivers. What do you think is the matchup to watch this week? One of those? Uh, probably DK Metcalf and Pat Sertan. Yeah. yeah. Just because they're two big physical guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that Geno Smith's going to be looking uh, DK Metcalf's way. DK just signed a new deal there yeah. in Seattle. He probably, I think a lot of these guys have something to prove, you know, with Russ not being there now. Yeah. You know, like, hey, my success wasn't all about just Russ being there. I'm still a good receiver no matter who's throwing me the ball. He probably wants to prove a little bit of that. Uh, so, I, and Pat, you know, wants to just take that next step in his career. So uh, he wants to live up to the hype heading into the season. So I really think this Broncos secondary could be special this year. I think so too. Uh, K1 Williams, uh, another addition. And yep. I just think that the combination of this whole unit could be really, really good. I agree. And I hope to see that on Monday night. Just a couple more here for you, Phil. I know we talked about this on, on Thursday's show a little bit, but how important is it for this team to go out and get the win Monday night? I think it's huge. Yeah. I just think that like uh, there's been so much buildup, so much pressure heading into this one that if you could get that win, it'll help you just ex- exhale a little bit here right. and just say, okay, we are pretty good football team here, you know? And I think the Broncos are favored by almost a touchdown in this game. Mm-hmm. That's a lot for going on the road uh, for a season opener. I mean, on paper, this Broncos team is much better than the Seahawks, you know, right. but in a season opener, you never know what to expect. And so if they could just go out there, get the win, come back home, um, I think that everybody could just breathe a little bit easier. So I think a win is important. This AFC West is so good that if you want to make the playoffs, if you want to have a chance at winning the division, you're going to have to win 11, 12 games, you know? And so if you're favored by a touchdown in a game, you better win that one. Yeah. Yeah. And on the flip side of it, if you lose this one, the panic around town is going to be, I just don't want to deal with it. A little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never mind the team. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> That's fair, Phil. All right. Well, last but not least, what's your prediction? I think the Broncos get this one done. I yeah. think maybe it's a little bit of a slow start. Uh, there, there's going to be uh, that emotional wave to start mm-hmm. the game. Uh, I do think that Seahawks fans are going to cheer him. I just think that he's think brought so, so much to Seattle. Yes. He, they, they won the Super Bowl, but even away from the field, he's done so much for the city, for that community. Mm-hmm. The Walton Pay- Payton Man of the Year a couple of years ago. I, I just think that they they are going to embrace Russ and just yeah. know that, like, look, whatever happened there, let's just uh, forget about that for a moment. Let's welcome him back properly. Then once the game starts, they're going to want the Seahawks to win. But I think at least for that that initial wave, I think that they're going to cheer him. So uh, if the Broncos can get over that emotion, play hard, and then get into it, I think that the offense will find a little bit of a rhythm. And and I think they score around 28. And I think the defense will be able to do a good job. It's going to be a tough night, I think, for Geno Smith. You know, uh, he's going to want to show that he can quarterback this team. And Mm -hmm. um, I do think that – I think the Seahawks score around 13. So I'm going to say 28-13. I like it. I'm going 24-14 Broncos. I like that too, yeah. I do think it might be closer than people expect. Yeah, just because there's a lot lot of emotion going on, like you've mentioned. Yeah, and just thinking back to games where 
you know, like Peyton Manning went back to Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. Just games like that. Anytime you go back to a place where you – Kareem Jackson a couple of years ago went back to Houston. Mm-hmm. He had a great game, great game. that day. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's just a little bit of emotion there. So I think that that does play play a factor. All right. Well, the team hits the road to head to Seattle tomorrow. And for everyone watching, Phil will be in studio Monday night after the game for a post-game show. So I'll be on it. Yes, I will be on it. Eric Delalo will be on it as well. We'll have live reaction, interviews, and everything you could want and more. Yes. So make sure to check that out on the Broncos YouTube and Twitter and many other places. Phil, appreciate your time. Thanks, Sydney. Appreciate it. That's all the time we have for today's episode. Broncos country, thanks so much for tuning in for another edition of Broncos Now. I'll see you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube next Tuesday following the team's season opener. See you then.